1: Hello and welcome to the All By The Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today is another uh, rendition of our classics uh, part of the podcast, I guess, Um, which we are just looking up all the classic films. And today we're going to talk about His Girl Friday.
0: Yes, Alessandra, why don't you tell us, uh, tell us. Tell us an interesting fact about His Girl Friday and maybe maybe the opening song a little bit.
1: Yeah, so the very beginning and end of our podcast, our little tune, comes from this movie, His Girl Friday.
0: Which I had no idea. I, I thought it was honestly just the Columbia Pictures, like movie opening sound. And so, it might be, but so I, I, I have thought. not heard it in any other movie, so this is the one that
1: I got it from. Well, I think that was pretty... Neat. <laughs> well, did you like what did you what what happened? I want to like I wish I was there. I, w- I wanted to tell you about it beforehand, but then I was like, let's see if she notices. So, I mean,
0: it just started, and then I was a little confused because I because I would have assumed that you would have gotten it from like uh, some like just some random free music like site, which I which I thought which you did. Well, I guess not.
1: Yeah, this is uh this
0: movie is public domain. Oh, okay. Mhm. And so I was just I was just very confused. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's pretty much it. And then I immediately I messaged you.
1: Yeah. She was like, what, what? And I was like, yeah. yeah I, w- the... I wasn't even
0: sitting down to watch the movie. I was um, I was just testing because on, on Amazon Prime, there's two versions of this movie, an SD version and an HD version. And so, and I couldn't tell right away. So I was just playing them both. And of course, the second it starts, it just like starts playing our, th- the, the song. Our theme. And I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty great. I was very surprised. Well, anyway, uh,
1: I guess I should read the tagline that's on IMDb, because I think it it sums it up pretty well. Okay. Uh, Which is, A newspaper editor uses every trick in the book to keep his ace reporter ex-wife from remarrying. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's it. it. It's pretty funny. (laughs)
0: This, this, (laughs) this movie was all over the place. It was, it it was was. insane, but I... I really enjoyed it. It was very, uh, very witty and clever. I actually uh, enjoyed a lot of how the characters spoke to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, was not a huge fan of of Cary Grant's character because he was such, he was such a scumball. (laughs) He
1: really was. Even from the beginning, I was like, ah, this guy's,
0: he's a bit much. Yeah, he was, and he was very, I don't know, that first scene. When Hilde basically goes into the newspaper uh office or whatever to basically tell Walter that she's remarrying and she's leaving the the newspaper he i don't know he seemed very stiff at first like very uh very closed mm-hmm. off which i guess I guess makes sense because they hadn't seen each other in like six months and they had divorced and and it's just it's crazy how this information yeah. like tells gets told to us because they're just yelling things at each other and then they just say like I this is why I divorced you and it's just like uh, god it was very it was very fast very fast
1: yeah very very quick um just introducing the characters and very like I did not like Cary Grant at first either I was going to tell you that because honestly he like is kind of mean to like the way that he he like takes over a conversation like he won't let her say anything and won't let her like finish her sentence it and is just all like well you're the one who left me and they're just having like this hilarious little squabble where you don't really see their chemistry very much in the beginning
0: no yeah at first I didn't think these two should have ever been married <laughs> because they they do not seem to go well together at all um, no they don't but- but yeah, going off of the like he overtakes the conversation. I mean, this kind of happens with with a another side character later. I mean, that this could just be the time period, honestly, like where the men are very overbearing. The 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 characters can be almost overbearing and a little uh, I don't know, in- intimidating. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that. I definitely noticed that, but but she, but I really, really loved Hildy. Um, oh uh, yes, Rosalind Russell. She was amazing. She, like even yes. even though Cary Grant, when she was in a room with Cary Grant, he would kind of take over the conversation. She had a very commanding presence, and she was she was so oh, like witty and and like very fast to to jab back at at. Uh, Carrie or Walter whatever his character's name is Walter uh and very mm-hmm. very strong minded and very strong willed even though she kind of seems to be at a like a an impasse at this part of her life where she doesn't really know what she wants really
1: Yeah for sure I did like I I felt like at first, we were like, oh, these two characters are really similar, but at the very end, I was like, these are the same people. That This is the reason why they belong together, because they have so much in common, and they still can't leave this newspaper world. Like, she just became so invested in it, and, like, completely ignored the guy yeah. that she was supposed to be marrying. It it was Look just this, hilarious. Uh, movie
0: poster. When does she ever wear this outfit? She definitely does not wear that she outfit. She doesn't! For wear this outfit, she's wearing like a pr- pretty covered-up suit the entire time. Yeah, and and she she changes because this all happens within like a couple of hours. This happens in like an evening. It, yeah, it happens in in a day, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, because when they uh they had originally they had a train to meet at four, which they went to the newspaper office two hours prior to to say whatever she needed to say to Walter and then pack up and leave, and then. Once they go to lunch with Walter, they then change to... Yeah, so it it pretty much starts at, like, 2 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Until, like, midnight. Yep. (laughs) Or something.
1: Yeah. Something like that. It's it's just completely, like, all in one day about... And basically, like, just... The plot was kind of all over the place because it was not supposed to be extremely clear. Like, basically, like, there's... This man who accidentally shot a cop, um, in defense or just, like, because he shot him. And they're thinking that, like, they're trying to get him to be killed, like, to be hanged. Because there's also a, like,
0: an election going
1: on. Yeah. Which is very so, yeah, like,
0: lots of moving parts and it's very hard which which kind of makes sense that the plot would kind of be everywhere because the media business is really all over the place. Like I loved I loved the super long scene where they were just in the press room and just in and out of the press room like that. Yes. That whole part of the movie which pretty much took up like Which was the end. Yeah, it was pretty much the yeah. end, like from like the late middle of the movie till just the end. And mm-hmm. And it was, it was amazing, like, all in that spot. So, yeah, it, the, yeah, the plot was very chaotic. because we had a lot of characters that would just get thrown at us, and we had to kind of figure out where they belonged, and, and, you know, what they were doing, and what their purpose was, and then, and then just kind of fit it all together. I almost want to watch it again, just because I couldn't quite, like, when, when one character would talk over another, you couldn't hear the other, and I wanted to try and hear what everyone was saying, and it was very, yeah, very difficult. Yeah.
1: Well, I had the subtitles on, so that really helped. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, because it was like yeah, ten people talking over each other at the same time. I mean, it would just be about all sorts of things, and it's mostly men. I mean, the only two women in the movie are that girlfriend of the guy who was accused of shooting. Molly or something.
0: And then, like, she she was psycho. And then Bruce's mom, but she, like, barely had a... Oh, yes. Oh, and then Lewis's, uh, (laughs) what was it, Walter's, Walter's, uh, uh, what is it, like, Walter's, like, slimy friend who, who, like, was a bad guy, and then he had, he had, like, his, his girl who would do his bidding or whatever, like, what was it, like, those two, Mm -hmm. a a lot of characters to keep track of.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, it, it, but it was so much fun, like, you're, you're just watching it, and it's, like, you're, like, I don't really need to know what's happening. They're talking very, very fast. Like, it's extremely interesting and funny to watch. You know, it's like... It's a really great... I think it's a really fun movie in that, because it's just... The pacing is just... It never relents. It's just completely quick from the get-go. I mean, we've got all these, like, panning shots, all this really like choppy editing between the beginning of the movie like with just all these working women and working in
0: the newspaper situations. Yeah. And... It was very weird placing so. that. I think the the newspaper building was right next to a jail. Was that?
1: Yes. It was like upstairs from like the jail. And so
0: they got like the scoop basically from from the top. And I and I believe there were multiple newspapers in that building because The the press guys would be would be grabbing stories for whatever for whatever paper they worked at, and they would be like feeding Mm -hmm. them the information. And that was just it was another thing that I really enjoyed about that that long like just press room uh, scene. I mean, not even scene, just like any any scene that happened in that section in that uh, press room, where where they would they would like something would happen, like Earl escaped. And and they had to go figure out why. And then when everyone everyone ran out at the same time, and then they'd all run at at the same time, and having different stories, mm-hmm. and it was just so hilarious to hear how everything was different. And and watching her run after that guy to <laughs> to get the story was so <laughs> and she funny. jumped on him like and she so, <laughs> she tackles him. And I was I literally
1: was like, this lady is my hero. I swear to God, she is like so. She goes and gets it. Like she is so tough. She's tougher than any of these men in this whole movie, and it's just so like she's such a wonderful character. Can we just talk again about this fucking poster? Because <laughs> poster. <laughs> again, the way that they have it is that she's wearing this like golden, beautiful dress that's kind of tight fitting around the bodice and has these like very uh, loose. Flowing arms. Could, could,
0: like, also closely resembles, like, a sleep dress, almost. Almost. But but a yes. bit more formal. And
1: a little bit more formal. And she's got her hair done up, and it doesn't even look like Rosalind Dressel no, at all. her hair
0: looks super just, just dark brown. She
1: also looks about four feet tall, so I don't know what that's supposed- She never wears anything like this in the whole movie. Yes. And the, and it has a picture of Cary Grant looking at her like a crepe, like a, like a crepe. And then above it, it says she learned about men from him! Exclamation point. Ha.
0: What? What? I- what is that? What does that even mean? What is that, is that, what the is the that supposed quote to be? The movie's motto? What the hell is this? She learned about men from him. What does that even have to do with anything? It doesn't have anything to do with it.
1: It doesn't look like it has anything to do with the movie at
0: all. Yeah, and my next question is, what... So, did all of this happen on Friday? So, like, she became his girl again on Friday? Is, is that what the... Is that what this is supposed to mean? Oh, I honestly do not know. I was gonna okay, ask great. you. Good. Uh, so,
1: since <laughs> you don't know... And I don't uh, know. <laughs> we both don't know, uh... <laughs> I'm going to turn to the uh, to the to the listeners for this to the the good old internet. No, I, I think okay, you should fine. look it up, and I will explain the next yes, yes. poster, which is a picture of Rosalind laying down, and then Carrie Russell's like put his fa- his cheek on her cheek. <laughs> okay. And this the tagline is "New Screen Sweethearts to steal your heart," which is. That is cute because that's kind of like a headline, you know, like a, like a
0: newspaper headline.
1: New screen sweethearts to it, steal
0: your heart. Is this really what this means? Oh my gosh. Emily, <sighs> what does it mean? All right. Well, let's see. We've got an urban dictionary one and then we've just got whatever, uh, whatever Google gave me. So I'll, I'll look at both. But so far, the first thing that Google came up with from dictionary.com, uh, is It says, also known as Gal Friday is an efficient and faithful female assistant, mm. as in, mm-hmm. I'll have my girl Friday get the papers together. Right, like
1: the name. The expression-
0: I get it. Yeah, the expression plays on Man Friday, or uh, a name for a devoted male servant or assistant.
1: Okay, which is probably why Iron Man uh, changes his, from Jarvis to Friday.
0: What? You think so? Oh yeah. I mean that makes sense, but I'm not I'm not liking what this means. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since
1: she's the main character of this movie. Like I people would probably say it's Carrie Grant, but it's not. No. It's it's, it's 100%. 100% not. The 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 way it's written is
0: 100% her. Like she is she's the, the main The story character. is completely around her. Like first her relationship with Bruce, how she's going to end her relationship with Walter and the newspaper, and how she's going to then change her life. Like, no, this yes. it is this completely is completely written about her. Yeah, and it's completely like told from her perspective too. Obviously,
1: um, I I'm also looking at another poster of this, that is a, a Spanish poster, and it says the name of it is Luna Nueva, which means new moon. Yeah, I don't know why that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, um, I mean okay I, there's another I, one that's kind of cute that makes more sense it just has a picture of the two of them and they're on the phone okay that
0: makes sense they're on the phone a lot yeah they they literally spend most of this movie on the phone It is it is so funny yeah, and, and when she's, like, hopping from each phone because she's got Bruce on one line, because Bruce was constantly being thrown in jail, which which I thought was pretty hilarious. <laughs> like, this poor guy. This <laughs> yeah. poor guy. Cary Grant kept throwing him in jail, like, one way yeah, or another. Yeah, because he, he kept, like, framing him for stuff that he wasn't even doing. Oh, my God. It was...
1: Yeah, it and was so pretty Bruce funny. Was... Like, this unsuspecting guy, Yeah, Bruce. He's,
0: he's just super naive, because she'd... You know, uh, when... What was it? She knew that Lewis was going to pickpocket Bruce and take all of his stuff. So she was like, she's like, don't keep the money in your wallet. Don't put the check. Don't put the check in your hat. Like, don't put the check in your wallet either. Like, you need to put it like in your hat lining because she knew. Yeah. She knew that he was going to get like pickpocketed. He was going to take the wallet. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Like, why are these people working for this newspaper? It seems almost shady.
1: Oh, they were very, very shady, as told by the end of the movie when they literally had this murderer locked up in a cabinet—a desk. Um, desk. Yeah. Gosh. Like just hanging out in there, and then they let his girlfriend jump off the building.
0: <laughs> I know, and they were like so nonchalant and about like, it. They're like, "Oh, is she dead? <laughs> oh, she just jumped off. Oh the no, building. she's fine. Like, she's fine."
1: I mean, it was, it was just like, what?
0: <laughs> I know, we're talking about this all out of order. It's going to be very confusing to, to anyone trying to follow this storyline.
1: Well, I I did like it, though. Like, I mean, because it doesn't really have a storyline. It's pretty much just watching them, like, hilariously jump between, you know, uh, what, what Bruce is up to, what Rosalind is up to, how uh, Cary Grant is, like, well, oh, Hildy, sorry. I should just call them by their their character names. Hildy, who is, like, my hero. Um, what she's up to, like, basically trying to, to track down the story because somehow she gets roped into it. Like, she just can't ha- help it. She just, like, loves getting to the bottom of stories and writing really good stories. Yeah. Um, and then
0: Carrie and, Grant's and, character. And watching her character just completely like, turn, like, just 180. wet well, Or, like, three, like, just... Yeah, 180. Just, just yeah, just completely go from being like, I'm never talking
1: to you again, I'm never going to work for your dumb, like, newspaper again, and then just be, like, completely head over heels in love with working for this newspaper. So, like, I would say it's not extremely romantic, but it's kind of like a nice, like, basically they're turning into each other, and that's why they can't resist each other, because they're so similar. Yeah, basically,
0: and, um... Where was I going with this? I can't remember. No,
1: I should look up some uh, some facts about this movie or something. Yeah, some trivia because I thought it was really cute. I thought it was really really cute. Okay, so there's some trivia on IMDb, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna read some of this. Um. It says, one of the first films to have characters talk over lines of other characters for a more realistic sound. Prior to this, movie characters completed their lines before the next lines were started. I mean, this movie was made in 1940, so, you know, if we use anything used before then as a, as a, like, just an example, I mean, you know, hell, like Gone with the Wind and uh, The Wizard of Oz, everybody finishes their lines in that before the next person speaks... Yes. Yeah, even But definitely,
0: definitely. this is not the way it was in this movie. (laughs) No. This, and which is very... It's very different, and I mean, even though it got kind of sloppy at times, where you couldn't even understand what Mm. people were saying, which was fine, because a lot of people were just speaking gibberish anyway, but when they were trying to propel the plot forward, it did get a little messy, but but i mm-hmm. still like they took this approach because again the, the the atmosphere that they're in is just chaotic just from from honestly like a 10 to a 10 to a 100 in like 2 seconds and oh yeah and they got to keep up everyone's got to be fast everyone's got to be feeding information quickly to everyone so it's it's completely understandable that they would make the screenplay this way
1: oh yeah and like even when she's interviewing the guy who is like Committed? Who committed this murder? It's like she's interviewing him, and he he answers the questions, and she's already moved on to the next an- like the next question. Like it, while he's talking, mid, you know, mid answer, she'll just move on. Like it, it's it's crazy.
0: Yeah, from from the way she spoke to people and the way she like commanded everyone, um, it definitely. Like Rosalind did a really good job of of making Hildy seem like she knows exactly what she's doing and that she is the best at yeah at everything at it and I believe it because she was awesome she was so awesome I'm trying to see if there were any funny like quotes and what about that guy oh my god that whole part where these reprieves that kept being sent in and and uh, Earl Williams was going to be released because the someone sent in a reprieve. A a lot of stuff got to be very confusing, but, and then Mm -hmm. that funny guy that would come in who was delivering the reprieve. Oh yes. And he was, he just was not like, they're trying to bribe him. Yeah. Yeah, He was not fully fully there.
1: He just kept talking about his wife. They're like, no, we don't want to know about your wife. Like, please
0: stop. Yeah. And then, and then the, the current mayor kept trying to, to bribe him because he wanted Mm -hmm. Earl to hang. Mhm, and even though so that he could like win his election or something, yeah, or something, I don't know how exactly that works, but also it was really funny seeing kind of like the political things that were happening, possibly at the time, like you know the the mayor at once at one point was getting accused of being like a red or something like a communist, basically, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> He's like, because it was like in one of his slogans was like something about being
1: red Because he's like, well, I didn't want to not be red because there's a lot of communist supporters.
0: <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, it's very, very of the time, obviously, which, which is a little, a little hard to follow at times. Try to think. She. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, let me read another. Yeah. Do you want to read another quote?
1: Uh, Rosalind Russell thought while shooting that she didn't have as many good lines as Cary Grant, so she hired an advertisement writer through her brother-in-law and had him write more clever lines for dialogue. Since Howard Hawks allowed for spontaneity and ad-libbing, he and many of the cast and crew didn't even notice it. But Grant knew she was up to something, leading him to greet her every morning with, What have you got
0: today? What? So, So she had a lot of... So she, like, improvised a lot? Well, not improvised, but she kind of... She, like
1: added lines. She added her own lines when they were ad-libbing and she had somebody write those lines for her so oh, they could sound really
0: good. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because she didn't, she didn't
1: have as many lines as Carrie? She said she didn't have any good lines written for her. So when they were doing oh. the ad-libbing parts, she she said those good lines.
0: I mean, I don't think Carrie had that many great lines either. I mean, like, what... What would he say? He, like, complained about being divorced and how he felt unwanted. Yeah, And
1: <laughs> so weird.
0: Which which I wouldn't call that a good line. And
1: no, I, I did not like his character that much. He's way more, like, of a great guy in North by Northwest. Which I don't remember his character all that much in North by Northwest. I, I, I remember thinking he literally looked exactly like George Clooney. I was like, much. this guy, like, George Clooney is him. I don't know why the whole world is fooling them
0: themselves, because he looks exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah. It just, I mean, even even looking over these quotes from the movie, it, does, it doesn't seem like anyone really had any notable
1: lines. Oh, this is an interesting one. It is estimated that the normal rate of verbal dialogue in most films is around 90 words a minute. In His Girl Friday, the delivery
0: has been docked at 240 words a minute. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that makes sense, because that, that one conversation they had in the in the office when they first like when she just first walked into his office to tell him that she was getting married, remarried. Mm-hmm. There was so much dialogue. So I mean much. it's a long scene yeah, too. Extremely long. And, and like it's
1: it's a long scene and in the very end when she's talking on the phone, on like those five phones at once when the guy's in the, yeah. the desk. She's just like uh she's like hang on a minute hang on a minute, and she's, like, having ten conversations at once. She is so impressive.
0: Yeah, she was between, uh, I think...
1: uh It was, like, her her betrothed, and then also one was, like, when his mom was there. When uh, Bruce's mom was there, she was talking to her while she was also trying to figure out, like, talking to the reporters, talking to her mom, talking to Cary Grant,
0: talking to Bruce. Like, it was just so much... All at once, which yeah, is why Yeah, not it was to so mention when, when actual physical people would join the room and then demand that they be heard or, you know, talk to her also. So it's just completely chaotic. Um, I'm
1: gonna see if I can find another one. Um, was there, was there a score in
0: this? I don't remember much. Very, much of, very little of bit. any music.
1: Just in like the beginning and the end, I, I remember noticing it. Um,. Apparently Ginger Rogers was offered the role, and she read the script and turned it down. But that was before she knew that Cary
0: Grant was cast. Oh. Well, would would Cary Grant have have tipped, uh, tipped the scales for her? Who was it? Uh, I, was I it don't mean? know. L- Hind- Lil- uh, Lindy, Hildy. No, the 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 other actress that that the line that the role was offered to oh um ginger rogers yeah carrie she said she
1: regretted uh not taking the role see and then i i think that any woman any woman should have loved this role because it is so great like it is a very strong female character the movie is about her like I I just think that any any woman of the time would have been proud to have this role, honestly. Because they were not giving out good roles for
0: women at that time, so... Mm, yeah, not... Not many, for sure. And, uh...
1: This one says... During filming, Rosalind Russell noticed that Howard Hawks, the director, treated her like an also... An also-ran, I guess... Treated her like she wasn't important, so she confronted him. You don't want me, do you? Well, you're stuck with me, so you might as well make the most of it. If,
0: if that's not the type of person you want playing Hildy, then I then then I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I don't know. I she's fantastic, <laughs> honestly. Because um, that's exactly the type of fire that that like made Hildy's character so great. Why, why was he so against her? <laughs>
1: This one's funny. One scene required Cary Grant to push Rosalind Russell onto a couch. Howard Hawks asked the actor to try shoving her harder. When Grant protested that he didn't want to kill her, Hawks said, try killing her. Uh, uh, Where is this couch? I think it was, like, possibly another scene or something. Possibly? Oh, see... There's a play. I thought so. I was going to say that this movie is very, like, it plays out like a play, and apparently it is based on a play called The Front Page. Oh.
0: Okay, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It takes place in, like, the same place the whole time. Yeah, they, like, rarely go anywhere.
1: Yeah, so. That's, uh, that, this would be a great play. That would be a cool play. I bet it would be really fun to have that on stage yeah well that's cool yeah so uh that's all I mean I don't really have like too much to say about it other than that it was funny and that if you have not seen it you should watch it cause it's great yeah it was a good time like I didn't love it as much as like it happened one night oh man or, or you know some like it hot <laughs> oh yeah well some like it hot was significantly later than 1940. Yeah, it's like... Is it really? Uh, uh, yeah, 19, 1959, like 20 oh. years later. That's, that's a lot later. 20 years
0: like, later. They've really, they came goodness. a lot farther
1: after that. You know, like this movie is not... It's not like it's technically that great. You know? like I think it's like kind of boring when it comes to the cinematography and the editing
0: and stuff. I mean, I think it's like fine. Yeah, there were some there were definitely some good takeaways but some some dull moments. I mean, you can't, they all can't be the African Queen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was watching this movie and I was like this could not be more different than the African Queen. <laughs> that movie was adventure, romance, like this movie is just a lot of fast talking. That You know, like
0: yeah but uh, it's a very very different movie yeah I did like how focused it was because sometimes sometimes some good stuff can come from a very focused like small plot but you know it was it was still really good I liked it yeah it says
1: the film entered the public domain in 1968 I was right there you go it's in the public domain there you go
0: <laughs> So our opening theme is go. is totally legal <laughs> yep <Yeah>, it is <laughs> that was fun
1: yeah yeah it was fun um, just trying to see it says it's included among the American Film Institute's 2000 list of the top 100 funniest American movies really the funniest it also says Cary Grant outlived co-star Rosalind Russell by exactly 10 years and one day
0: Oh. <laughs> Interesting.
1: I thought she was fantastic. Honestly. I know
0: we should watch more movies with her in it. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh she my gosh. was so great. Let me just quickly look at at what else she's in. She was that's... 69 when she died, which is very sad. I loved her eyebrows. I think eyebrows. we
1: should <laughs> Oh my god, yes. <laughs>
0: I think we should should end it should end it here.
1: We we should watch Gypsy. <laughs> oh oh, definitely we should watch Gypsy.
0: Gypsy, she's in Gypsy with. Oh wait no, I'm thinking of something else. Gypsy, wait, is it? Who's in? Is it? I <laughs> wonder what,
1: <laughs> what you're talking about. Who's who? Who's in? Natalie Wood, Emily. Natalie Wood is in Gypsy. No, we definitely have to watch it. Oh. Okay okay all right all right um come on just for natalie just just for natalie yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
0: we should we definitely there's another gypsy with Bette midler in it though yeah that's what i was trying to say i
1: I think it's a remake
0: yeah most (laughs) most definitely it's it's gotta be yeah
1: yeah but i definitely would love to watch the one with with natalie wood and rosalind russell oh man gypsy looks like a lot of fun Yeah, maybe that should be our next one. Although it costs three dollars to watch on Amazon Prime. (laughs) Well, well, maybe we'll find
0: it. It'll somewhere else. It'll be fine. Maybe, maybe one of us can rent it, and then and then we can give each other our login, and we can both watch. (laughs) She
1: was in fifty-six things. Who? Rosalind Russell. That's it. Well, I guess a lot of things. That's pretty good that is a lot of stuff. No, yeah, it's pretty good. She only lived to be 69.
0: Well, so... yeah, is there a reason for that? Do we know is that is that just is it is that just when people died? Um, let me see.
1: Um doesn't say why she died. All right. Um yeah. All right.
0: Well, that's it thanks for listening if you've seen this movie and you have any <laughs> thoughts about it you can leave it in the comments below on SoundCloud or on Facebook or Apple Podcasts yeah also <laughs> if, you, if you like our podcast and you want to leave a review please do that on iTunes we'd love to hear what you think um, yes, please help us. <laughs> and also for notifications on future episodes, uh, follow uh, Facebook again. You can just search All By The Popcorn. And on Twitter, our handle is at By The Popcorn. And on Instagram, uh, it's at All By The Popcorn Podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can also email us at All By The Popcorn Podcast at gmail.com or All By The Popcorn at gmail.com.
0: All those nice things. Thank you all for listening. Yes. We will talk to you guys next time. (laughs) And cue outro with the music
1: from His Girl Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye.